Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. It's time now for our moment of faith with Pastor Doug Nicely of Jerusalem Lutheran Church in Collinsville, Illinois. Hi, Doug. Hi, Gary. Good to talk to you this afternoon, and uh, hope and pray that your day is going well. Yeah, so far so good. Hope your day is going well as well. And uh, what would you like to discuss today? We're uh, once again focusing our attention on uh, one of the coming Sunday scripture readings, and it has uh, an interesting place, this particular chapter where it begins. Maybe some familiar verses, but we need a little educated on the verse itself. So uh, let me see. The the chapter is the 11th chapter of uh, the New Testament letter to the Hebrews. We don't know who wrote this letter. I always call it the Apostle. That way I'm covered very well. But the Apostle begins with the 11th chapter, the chapter I call the Old Testament Believers Hall of Fame, uh, with this verse. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen which means that if you have faith, you can't see where you're going. And that can be very discomforting to people. I learned that last week with our granddaughters. (laughs) Having to sit in a restaurant and wait for somebody to serve you is uh, more irritation than a six-year-old can handle. that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I noticed when they finally served her, she wasn't hungry. She was just tired of waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably more like us than it is different. Anyway, later on in this chapter, we're reminded of this type of faith from the great father of faith, Abraham. And here are a couple of verses from Hebrews 11. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in a land of promise, as a foreign, in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to a city that had its foundations, whose designer and builder is God. So it was. Can you imagine, after all this time, you know, uh, we're, we're going to be quoting um, Genesis chapter 15 that talks about uh, um, Abraham too. And could you imagine after waiting all these years that God promised he was going to send him to a promised land and that uh, all the nations of the world would be blessed through his inheritance? Well, he had no property and he had had no son. And he'd been waiting for a long time. And so it has been with many people who have lived by faith without knowing how it would turn out. Let's look this week at a hymn of faith written by evangelist William Williams in the 18th century. And this hymn is titled, Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah. There are two tunes to this, and and without getting in trouble trying to sing the wrong one, let me just read the lyrics to you, okay? It goes like this. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah, pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. I love the reference to the bread of heaven. It reminds me of the fourth petition of the Lord's Prayer, Give us this day our daily bread. Sure enough, William Williams' story is that of a pilgrim. He was the son of a wealthy farmer, graduated from the university as a physician, intending to become a medical doctor. But hearing a sermon that evangelist Howell Harris preached in their home country of Wales, Williams was converted. 
Soon thereafter, he changed professions and became a physician of the soul, a preacher. During the next 43 years, he became an itinerant preacher. Williams traveled 95,000 miles, drawing crowds of 10,000 or more. He once spoke to an estimated 80,000, noting in his journal, God has strengthened me to speak so loud that most could hear. That's pretty loud, <laughs> especially in those days when they didn't have sound systems. Right. Williams is best remembered for his hymn writing. In all, he composed over 800 hymns, his best known being his autobiographical prayer with its many Old Testament allusions, which first appeared in Williams' collection of Welsh hymns titled Alleluia. At first, the hymn was titled Strength to Pass Through the Wilderness. Here are two more verses. Open now thy crystal fountain whence the healing stream doth flow. Let the fiery cloudy pillar lead me all my journey through. Strong deliverer be thou still my strength and shield. When I tread the verge of Jordan, bid my anxious fears subside. Death of death, hell's destruction, land me safe on Canaan's side. Songs of praises I will ever give to thee. Many years later, President James Garfield was dying of an assassin's bullet. He seemed to be temporarily rallying in his bed and was allowed to sit by the window. His wife began singing this hymn, and the president listened intently and began to cry. Uh, to his doctor, William Bliss, he said, Glorious bliss, isn't it? After waiting for many years, after God gave him the promise that if Sarah would have a son, and he would have to wait many more years still, we are told that Abraham believed the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. What has the great Jehovah done for you uh, that uh, you could not have imagined? Well, you got a guy speaking to you uh, that moved to St. Louis after his internship 45 years ago and who could not have thought of remaining in this area for that long amount of time. But apparently, that's what God wanted. And you know, if we knew what was going to happen in the future, we'd probably try to do something to change the, uh, the course because we weren't really sure we wanted to go there. That's one of the great things about the story of Abraham and one of the reasons why I just absolutely love the book of Genesis. Because we get the pictures of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph, the patriarchs, warts and all. Sounds really good in Hebrews chapter 11, but Abraham all had all kinds of problems with having to wait, just like we did. But nevertheless, he realized when everything was all said and done, it was all in God's hands. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up? Sure. Thank you. Lord, help us all to see our story as that of a pilgrim in a strange land. Then teach us that we have faith in your promises through our Lord Jesus Christ. May this be enough for us. Amen. Amen. What are we talking about next week, Pastor? Well, next week we're going to continue on in the letter to the Hebrews uh, in the next chapter, Hebrews chapter 12, that begins with the words, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us all now lay aside every weight. And we'll try to explain that verse and, of course, some other verses around it as we look at a hymn that is inspired by this verse, and the hymn is titled Rejoice, O Pilgrim Throng. So that's what we're doing next week. Sounds good, and look forward to that. Thank you for being on the program today, Doug. 
Hey, I'm more than delighted to be there. Um, people who want to do a little bit of investigating, take a look at the two tunes to Guide Me, O oh, the Great Jehovah. It's kind of interesting. The original one called Guide Me, that's the one in our 1941 hymnal, is the one that William Williams wrote. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. We are listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.